Welcome back to another episode of 9to5 Photographer, the podcast to help you get more shoots, make more money and spend more time doing the things you love. Now today is Saturday, it's mid-September, which means I'm about to jump in the car and head up to the NEC for the photography show. Now I love this event, it's good to speak to photographers, to exhibitors, I know that Sanjay Jogia will be there representing Canon, so I'm hoping to catch up with him, and generally just to catch up with some other familiar faces there. So in the style of a blues brother, I've got a full tank of gas, it's not dark but I will be wearing sunglasses and it's time to thunder up the A34, the M40 around the M42 and into the very expensive NEC car park for this year's Photography Show 2022. So I'm here with Gareth from Lux. Hi Gareth, how are you doing? Hi, yes, good thanks, how are you? Uh, I'm very good, I'm very good. I don't know whether you were here exhibiting last year. Last year, there, there were far fewer people here. We weren't, no. Um, we felt the footfall would be quite low. As it happened, the amount of work that we had outside of the show would have meant that we would have been fully stretched to have even attended for one day. Well, given that I was, I was here last year and, and I remember how quiet it was, then I, I, there were far fewer people, far fewer exhibitors and far fewer photographers who are walking around here as well. Um, so what are you hoping to get out of the next few days then from being here how it's panned out in the la in the previous years it's there's been two elements to it there's there's been the the hobbyist photographers that are looking to turn that one step further towards professionalism and then the other side um, are the the um, the corporate uh, people who are sending their employees to the show to garner information from companies that can bring about the products that they're after. That generally works, it doesn't always, but it generally works. The weekend is more the, the hobbyists and the, um, the corporations are more the, the weekdays because they don't want to give up their, their week and weekends to the uh, blooming business. It, it's interesting that you say that because equally sometimes the, uh, the, the, the professionals come here at the weekend because they're shooting Monday to Friday. I'm thinking maybe the corporate photographers, the, the people who aren't shooting weddings or family portraits, then, then for them the best time to come here is at the weekend. Now someone's just delivered you, I, I, I think, a drink and looking at his name badge, it's got the same surname as you. I'm guess, guessing that this is your son. Uh, ben, hi, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm very good, thanks. Is Dad paying you a decent rate for being here? Let's not get no, bogged no, down no, with no. who pays who. <laughs> no, no comment on that. <laughs> okay, uh, and what are you hoping to get from the show? Have you been here before, actually, Ben? Uh, yes, yeah, so three years ago, I believe, the last proper one we did. Yeah, I was here and I helped out and uh, did a, a good enough job or child labour too. <laughs> fair enough, fair, fair enough. Well, well, Gareth and Ben, it's been great talking to you both. Thanks very much. Super seeing you again. So just walking around here, I'm seeing a number of uh, exhibitors who clearly are here every year but I'm also seeing a number of new people as well new companies that haven't exhibited here before so it's it's good to see them uh, so I'm with Steffi and Andrew Steffi is a photographer branding photographer I think Steffi is that right yes yes that's right and tell me how you're finding the show and what have you been to so far so we have been or I have been to see a few uh, demonstrations about lighting headshots portraits we've just been to a wedding uh, portrait showed how to take dramatic pictures at a wedding so for me it's all about the demonstration not about the kit. So what's your main area of work when you're out taking pictures? Personal branding for women in business. Oh and is that just women? Mainly women because they find it more difficult. Tell, tell me about that because you know clearly that is that, 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 that's, that's cutting out half of your potential market but equally that's that's niching yourself down 
into, well, into half the market, but positioning yourself very much as someone to go to if you're a woman and you need a photograph. Yeah, that's right. Because women find it so difficult and it challenges me when they find it difficult to get it right and to get them relaxed in front of the camera. Where men, even though it might, some of them might find it awkward, they just get on with it easier and go like, oh, well, I have to do it, let's just do it. Where women find any excuse under the sun or the women that I work with. Really interesting. So just for anyone listening to this right now, in what way should a photographer handle things differently if you're photographing a, a woman who might be a bit self-conscious compared to photographing a man who's just kind of there to have his headshot taken? I think half the battle with women is when you are able to hide their flaws. So you just pose them differently or change a few things about their outfit. And uh, as soon as they see the first results where they don't show their double chin or where, where their belly is hidden, they relax. And then when they see the first picture, they go like, oh my God, this is actually not so bad. And then they really relax. I see, I get it. Now, something I learned a while ago when I was doing some headshots in London is Quite often, if you show someone their picture on the back of the camera, they might not like it themselves. But if you show it to someone else before you show it to them, maybe you show it to the next person who's about to have their picture taken, then quite often their response is, oh, you look lovely in this. Come and have a look. Come and have a look. And then I found that then the person whose picture you've just taken sort of, it's almost like they've been endorsed now by someone else waiting to have their picture taken. Uh, what sort of tactics do you employ if you're taking pictures like that? So with women, I have a little bit of banter. So we often talk about our celebrity crushes, so they get a bit giggly and they relax a little bit more. And as soon as we do that and the ice breaks, they just find it a lot easier to listen to my direction. So you almost turn into a bit of a friend rather than the photographer that takes their pictures. And then they relax and find it easier. And then the person behind them just goes like, oh, actually, that doesn't look too bad. So they're not as scared. I love that. Steffi, who's your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush is definitely Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Thor, yes, and uh, Matthew McConaughey, actually. Matthew McConaughey? Oh, yeah. I often say to people, Matthew McConaughey is my man crush. Um, now, we're here with Andrew as well. Andrew, tell us what your connection is with Steffi. Um, I do a lot of coaching and mentoring free on behalf of Business Wales, which is where we both live, and that's where Steffi got involved. She got in touch with Business Wales. Business Wales got in touch with me, so I've been working with Steffi, I think, now about seven or eight months. Beginning of the year, I think it is, yeah. And what's the biggest help then that you provide to people who, who take your services? A lot of it is around confidence, um, motivation, skill set. So Stephanie and I have sort of got a date in to do a bit of off-camera flash stuff. A lot of it is down to technical use of the camera. Um, people come into photography because it's absolutely fabulous and they're just pushing a button on automatic. To do it professionally, you need to be able to use the camera a bit more. So I do a lot of that coaching as well. Predominantly, though, it's making money via the business. So making sure that they're running a business, not just taking photos and losing money. Do you find that there are quite a lot of people who, uh, they, maybe they've become a photographer because they enjoy photography and maybe that's where their focus is, as opposed, no pun intended, as opposed to like working on the business side of things? Absolutely. If more photographers concentrated on the business aspect as opposed to portfolio days, for instance, they would make a lot more money and be a lot happier and have a lot more time off. Instead, they will pay a lot of money to take great photos, but they can't sell them. And if you can't sell it, you're going to starve. So I concentrate on not starving. Sure. And uh, mini plug here, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do, uh, how, could they get, how could they do that? How could they get in touch with you? Google Jaffa Cake Wedding Photographer. Jaffa Cake Wedding Photographer? Yep. Jaffa Cake Wedding Photographer. Number one on Google. Once you read the website, you'll totally get it. All right, I'm going to have to do this, Andrew. It's been really good talking to you, Andrew, Andrew and Steffi. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of photos of the Queen here for obvious reasons.
It's very good, actually, the way that all of these pictures of the Queen, they're all very positive ones. They, you know, she's, she's smiling, they're very flattering pictures. I've just seen Dave Clayton. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? Hey, not bad. Good oh, you're actually recording. I'm actually recording. Oh, Go right. Hello, it, yeah. Simon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really well. Uh, so you're in exactly the same place. I think you were the this time last year when I saw you. Yep. Photo live and editing suite. Okay. How's it all going here then? Good. The energy's really good this way this year. I mean, it was different last year because you had COVID and it was a much smaller event, a lot more wider spaces. But today's just been full on. We've had good attendance here. The vendors seem to have, be having a lot of attention and people stopping by. I've heard no complaints about anything, so it's good to see. I think people just want to get back and be amongst things they love and people they know. And what's it like with Monday being cancelled at short notice? I think a lot of people just need to accept it's a, it's a one-off. We all knew one day the Queen was going to die, but you kind of hoped that we'd, we'd never have to deal with it. So it's just one of those circumstantial things. Whatever you do it's right or wrong, you have to go with the, the, the larger decision, the mass decision, is if you put it on, it's disrespectful. And then, you know, if you cancel it, you've got people moaning, saying what an inconvenience it is to cancel their car park. So it's about, you know, r relative problems. If you're making the effort to come, try and plan your day, look at the schedules, if there's anyone you want to see, fit in as much as you can. If you want to buy gear, then buy your gear get it out, smuggle it home so your partner doesn't see how much you spend. <laughs> and then when they go, is that a new lens? Going, I've had that ages. <laughs> I've had it ages, yeah, yeah, at least three days. My, my favourite phrase I've ever heard from anybody about the show was a photographer said, if I ever die, don't let my wife sell my equipment for what she thinks it's worth. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. I love it. Okay, so, so we're here on the photo live stage. Just for anyone who's coming to this event maybe on Tuesday, uh, what, what actually is Photo Live? You know, what, what, what's it all about in a nutshell? So Photo Live is a live demonstration stage. So we have different kinds of photographers come along showing off different techniques. They have a half hour slot, so it's quite tough to, to really convey a lot of technique. But if they plan well, and this is a conversation we've had here, is you can see the differences between photographers who plan for what they've been offered versus photographers who kind of turn up and ha haven't really planned a session. But overall, they come on, they'll show one light, two light, three light, fashion children, food, uh, objects. Um, you know, so they've got half an hour. It's difficult in here because you've got, you know, this bright light above us, um, quite a limited size stage. And the, the thing that's always difficult is we have TV monitors. They're not color calibrated computer monitors. so. Um, that people have to kind of overcome the fact that they're seeing colours slightly different. But generally it's a live demo area, very few talks, because the talks are on the other stages. Um, but tomorrow we are doing a live episode of He Shoots, He Draws. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Glyn and I. Glyn's here. So we've got Kaylee Greer, who's an dog amazing dog photographer. She's on the super stage on Tuesday. Um, she's a really good friend. I've done conferences with her, so we're going to have her as our guest on the stage so we get that little bonus because I work at the show um, but looking forward to that because very good so I better make sure I get this podcast episode out quickly so anyone listening to this right now can come along on Sunday I'll see if I can do that Dave it's been great talking to you and great you too, mate. great great to have you back here on the podcast yeah good and every year we catch up <laughs> see you soon see you later <laughs> cheers
So I'm, I'm here with photography duo, uh, Hannah and Knut. Hi, Hannah, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Simon. Nice to see you here. It's, it's great to see you, especially... Uh, Hannah was on a previous podcast episode. I'm trying to remember which one it was, but it was a, it was a while ago. And actually, on that episode, that was when when you announced that, that you were having a baby for the first time. As it's true, that's right, you were first to know. I remember that was the first time we actually went public with the news. But, uh, but yeah, and here we are, the baby's asleep around, being walked around in the buggy and we're doing a talk tomorrow. So. I, I, I love this. So so you, you brought Joel here. So how old is Joel now? Uh, he'll be a year uh, next Saturday. Oh yeah, Saturday, yeah. yeah. And Canute, how are you finding being, being a dad then? Uh, amazing, yeah. It's a new chapter, uh, but it's, yeah, I really enjoy it, uh, especially with the freedom we have, with the career we have, uh, and the path we chose to go. Uh, so yeah, really enjoy it. I'm spending a lot of time with him, so yeah, really great. So um, Hannah, just back to you for a second. Uh, what's your just for people listening? What what sort of photography do you get involved in, and which companies do you work with? Right, so um, I mean, day to day, my day job, as it were, that I say is that I'm a uh, professional working photographer. So I'm, you know, every day I'm busy with clients, actors, models, musicians, corporate, kind of any kind of portrait, you name it. Um, but in this capacity, where I'm here, sort of on stage teaching, I'm here on behalf of Sony this weekend. Um, I still do some work with Profoto as well, but um, I'm actually here with Sony this weekend. Fantastic. And can it, are you speaking at all, or are you are you a, 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 a a cheering spectator here. Yeah, a cheering spectator, yeah, not speaking. And the model, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> so you're going to be modeling tomorrow while, while Hannah's... Yeah, okay. I'm a substitute. <laughs> very good, very good. Now, Knut, whereabouts are you from? I'm from uh, Norway, Trondheim in Norway. So I sit in, in the middle of Norway, basically. So I started landscaping and then sold the photo equipment. And then I met Hannah through the photo company. And yeah, here I am in the UK. Excellent. Well, look, great talking to the pair of you. Catch up with you again soon. Definitely. Thanks for speaking to us, Simon. Just stepped out for a bit of fresh air midway through. I'm looking at Subway Sandwich. That is not a good place to get some food. It's not going to be healthy. I think I'm going to turn it down. But what is it about Subway food? They make it smell so good. You know it's not good for you, but they make it smell so good. I'm going to have to uh, find an alternative option, I think, and uh, look after my body. So I'm walking over here towards Paul David Smith Photography Holidays. Hello, I'm guessing you're Paul David Smith, is I that right? Paul David Smith, absolutely. Tell us a bit about Paul David Smith Photography and what these photography holidays are all about. Sure, absolutely. So we do creative photography holidays. Um, you won't find landscape courses here. We are all about kind of coming up with creative concepts. So we've got two different concepts for next year, essentially, that we're doing. So we've got our diving suit concept, which is a real antique diving suit, it is. And then we've got our spaceman concept, which we're taking out to Iceland, we are. so. The kind of idea behind the Spaceman concept is we're going to go to the black sand beaches and recreate the moon landing photos. Some people would say that's what they did in the 60s, you know, maybe, potentially. But yeah, absolutely. So the, um, the suit itself came from the movie First Man. It did, so it was actually used in a Hollywood movie. Is that the one with Ryan Gosling? It is, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So Ryan Gosling has actually been in this suit? I think it was one of the backup suits that we got our hands on. It was, but it was made and it was in there for the movie First Man, absolutely. So maybe not Ryan Gosling's during, but... This year we were doing the swords and armor and turning kind of models into knights on the kind of the beaches of Snowdonia. Um, next year it'll be spacemen and divers. Fantastic, I love it. Uh, if people want to find out more, where should they go? Um, www.pauldavidsmith.co.uk. So I never know whether it's Lacey or Lacey. I'm going to 
I'm going to ask this man here. There's a man here on the stand. Uh, I have a quick question for you. Is it Lacey or Lacey? Which is it? I'd say both. I can pronounce both being French. It's a US company initially, bought by a French company back in 95. So I'm a great fan of your, of your products. I've got one of the 20 terabyte drives that I use as a RAID system, and, and I love it. Uh, it's quite noisy, but apart from that, I do love it. Uh, but how are you finding the show here so far? It's, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, a bit quieter at the beginning in the morning, but in the afternoon it started to be better. And yeah, always nice to be here. Fantastic. And are you living in France? Or are you no, living I'm here in the UK? In the UK, I'm one of the uh, sales rep for Seagate, but more covering the creative process. So I've been here maybe my ninth time at the show. I see. And whereabouts in France are you from? Uh, Grenoble, southeast of France. Yeah. Very nice. And your name is Michael. Michael, Michael it's been great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. So I'm walking towards the Canon live shoot stand. We've got Sanjay here. Sanjay's giving a talk. Actually, he's giving a demo. I like the negative space over here generally because she's looking into the image. Uh, I'm going to talk quietly here. It, it's, it's always quite interesting, I think, when you see people give a demo like this because you've got to be so confident in the work that you're doing, in the shots that you're taking, because he's not just taking shots and showing people what he's doing. His pictures, of course, they're going up on, on a large screen. There's a good crowd of people here, and they're all looking at the pictures that he's taken like, immediately now. So <laughs> we all know what it's like when, when you take photographs as a photographer. And, Generally speaking, we don't want anyone to see them before we've crafted them in Lightroom or Photoshop. But, you know, this is proper exposure here. So Sanjay's shooting with the R5 and the 2870 F2, using the Pro Photo lights as well. Okay, I'm going to come back to Sanjay. Sanjay, you finished your third talk for today. Is that the last one? Last one for today, yes. It's supposed to be, obviously, four days originally, uh, three times each day. The first session is for kind of beginners, I suppose, more of an introduction into um, building a rapport and relationship with the bride and groom and then how to use that to develop the posing techniques and so on. And then the second session is more about developing that using difficult backgrounds, using two lights and demonstrating live. These are all live demonstrations, so tethered to a, uh, my laptop, which is then connected to the big screen so people can see exactly what I'm producing. So no pressure there. Obviously, with uh, technology, it wants to go wrong on the day, uh, but we just deal with that as we go. And then the th third session is a little bit more advanced, uh, more advanced posing techniques, lighting, creating slightly more complex setups, bit of motion, that sort of thing, and how we produce um, sort of variations per setup uh, as we go along. So then obviously, you know, you, the idea is to generate lots of beautiful images that you can sell uh, in album spreads and that sort of thing afterwards so uh, yeah it's been really good it had a great turnout lots of good questions lots of engaged people which is important so um, it's a shame obviously we lose one day for uh, the funeral on Monday but um, I think it means that the remaining days will be quite busy which is very good so yeah I, I think that's right isn't it you know with something like losing one day I mean it's not like many people will say I'm not going to come along to the show because of Monday I think most people will either come on Tuesday or 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 Sunday or, 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 or today instead um, quick question though when you're giving a live talk like this you know there's there's a lot of exposure there and you know a lot of photographers like to massage their pictures and optimize them as much as possible in Lightroom or Photoshop before anybody else sees them but of course you're taking pictures here they're going straight up on the screen how does that feel for you um, it's scary at first just because you worry about the technology kind of going wrong which it does but then you overcome it pretty quickly but you know I've, I've grown up shooting film so with the film approach and technique uh, you there's a certain discipline that kind of comes with it you know because you have to get it right in camera 
Uh, you don't know what you're going to get until you take it to the lab and develop it. Uh, you know, growing up, it's going to slightly give away my age, but it's, you know, a fully manual film Canon A1. There's no autofocus. It's a manual camera. And um, you, you have to use your, your wits, your knowledge, your experience to, to be able to get it right in camera, get the framing right, get the composition right, get the settings right, get the lighting right, and then hope that you develop it correctly so that it's all there at the end of it. So, you know, growing up with that, tech, the, the digital technology has obviously opened up more possibilities. So in that sense, I don't worry about it too much, but obviously because technology's become more technological, there's more to go wrong. Uh, not in the camera per se, but certainly on a live demonstration. So um, it's fine. I mean, it's preparation is key as always. So you prepare for it, and then you, you know, set things up, and you take the shots, and you know where you're going to be all the way through the rest of the day. Then it's really about being able to deliver the the creative element, because the technical element's the finite part, the infinite part, the subjective part is the creative part. So you know that's where I think most photographers struggle is the creative bit. If photographers struggle with the technical and the creative, then they haven't prepared enough. And I think the technical part, because it's finite, once it's done, you move on and then you worry about the creative part of that shot. And that the creative part should make up at least 90% of the work. So the, the technical bit should just be the basis for the shot, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Sanjay, thank you for your time. It's been really good talking to you. Thank you. Pleasure. Good to see you again. So we've got Greenpeace here again. I remember I spoke to a guy from Greenpeace last year. I think his name was Garfield, very memorable name. So I'm here with Jessica from That Tog Spot. Uh, Jessica, what stand number is this, actually? J603, J603. J603. Uh, tell us about what your business is and what you do here. Well, I mean, pretty much. I just kind of teach photography on the internet. I mean, most of it is dogs, uh, but there are other things as well as dogs. So pet photography is what we're known for. We've got a YouTube channel and we tend to attend the show so that we can meet and greet the community that we have and also share stand demos and I do talks here too. So if you're interested in dog photography at all, then I guess you're the people to talk to. I guess we're one of them, yeah. One of, one of the main people to talk to, I would say. A really good community, really great people and hopefully extremely educational content. One of the biggest selling points I remember of the, well not biggest selling points, but one of the selling points of the Canon R5 when it came out was the eye tracking for animals. Uh, and the reason I identified this was because I struggled to have my camera to photograph, sorry, I struggled to have my camera to focus on me when I was recording myself. And a friend of mine pointed out that I had it set on animal setting. But do you find that, that more and more cameras are, are, are using that system? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there is quite large differences in the success of those systems, depending on the manufacturer and the model in question. Personally, we shoot Sony, so I much prefer it. I think it's probably the fastest of all of them for animal eye, and that's the real focus here. Uh, the other systems, the mirrorless cameras, they're all ca catching up. I think Canon's probably the closest. Uh, and just kind of, they, they switch and change for who's first in the race. But yeah, definitely much, much, much stronger. And, and as the newer cameras come out and the firmware improves, it only gets faster and more accurate. Not quite a human level, but we're close. Very good. Uh, so if people want to find out more, how could they find you online, maybe if they're not coming along to the show? Yeah, probably the easiest place is on YouTube. Just search for That Photography Spot or find us on any of the other social channels, including Vero for uh, at That Tog Spot. So this is the Disabled Photographer Society, and I'm talking to Meg. Hello, Meg. How are you Hello. doing? Hi, how are you? I'm very good indeed, thanks. Very good. Uh, tell me why it's important for disabled people to have a society like this. 
Well, it's the camaraderie that I think we provide to support. We give lots of advice, we have events, we have a, qu a quarterly magazine. So we encourage members to either take up or continue with their photography. And by raising funds, this is our main objective, to create adaptations for members who may have a problem using an arm or can't carry heavy kit. And we're able to provide free on loan adaptations which we pay for with all of this which we've sold today and we've had our best ever first day at TPS today so we're very happy. Very good I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, so Meg was pointing there at the is that a Manfrotto magic arm that you got there? Yes it is um, several companies support us Vanguard, Manfrotto and Wex and we had an adaptation secretary who deals with all our members she gets the requirements and she chooses the most applicable application to help them with their photography but we have people starting from scratch and uh, we have people who've been doing it for some time we have an electronic portfolio group within the society which uh, gives a critique on your images in a very healthy and supportive way so that also helps members if they're struggling with an image then they can ask for a bit of help and support on that fantastic and what stand number is there uh, are you at just for anyone coming yeah, along h180 H180. Lovely. Meg, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We appreciate your interest. I see Casey Neistat, a great, well, at least a great big photo of Casey Neistat on the Joby stand. Casey's always been a big uh, supporter of Joby. And actually, he's doing um, more and more sponsored stuff with Joby now. If you follow Casey Neistat, then you'll know he's just started vlogging again, which is good. And he's moved from California back to New York. Maybe we should get Casey on the podcast. So we've got the Zoom stand here. They were here last year, of course. Let's go and find out how they're getting on. How are you finding the show right now? Are you finding people are interested in, in smaller products like that or some of these larger ones that I'm looking at over here? Uh, the heroes are definitely the handy recorders and the field recorders. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been a good show, hasn't it, I think? And were you here last year? Yes, we were. And how are you finding this show this year compared to last year's? It feels slightly busier. Yeah, we're doing okay. We're... we're we're happy with it, aren't we, I think? That's really good. Well, look, thank you very much for your time, Kevin. Thank you. It's a pleasure. There's Dave Clayton again. Dave seems to know everybody here, so he's uh, chatting away to somebody else there. Interesting. So this stand here is all about time-lapse, time-lapse.camera, uh, and this is Andrew. Andrew, is this your business? It is my business. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing very good. I'm doing very good, thanks. Uh, tell me what time-lapse.camera is all about. Well, we manufacture time-lapse systems as the name suggests. No, no, it we... does what it says on the tin in that case. Are you finding that more and more people are getting into time-lapse these days? Uh, they certainly are. Uh, this is a business-to-business -business product, so we're looking for the professional photographer who's uh, able to provide an ongoing service to their clients. And these are designed to work out in the field for six months through to six years and beyond. So um, a lot of thought's gone into this product. So whenever people think about time-lapse, I think a lot of people think about building and construction. And mm -hmm. I'm looking at your stand here. You've got various uh, shots of buildings, clearly, which have gone up using some kind of time-lapse system, I imagine. But what, else, what other applications are there for time-lapse? That certainly is the, the main, uh, main business use for a product like this. However, uh, I know some of our clients use it for um, monitoring uh, glaciers in New Zealand. And... Uh, uh, so there's, there's multiple ways that you can use this product for sure. Awesome. But if anyone's interested in getting more into time-lapse, then you're recommending that construction is the right way to go? Construction, certainly, this, is, this product is geared up to construction and, and long-term projects. So it's long-term time-lapse. So anything that, that goes for a long period of time is generally construction. Uh, there are a lot of uh, consumer products that are great for mum and dad's backyard when you're doing a little reno. This is not that. 
this is for um, the longer term project. That's good. So that's why you got these, uh, I'm looking here, we got some solar panels as well, is that right? Yes, powered by solar. Uh, if you need to do an internal fit out, uh, you can power it by mains as well, but uh, it is designed to work out in the field. So it needs to be charged and it needs to be powered and solar is, uh, is a good way to go. Awesome. And uh, I'm getting a bit of a Southern Hemisphere accent coming through. Are you from <laughs> Australia? Australia indeed. Which part are you from? Uh, in uh, Melbourne, the lower parts. Okay, thank you for saying that because I, <laughs> I, I don't actually know. Um, Andrew, it's been great talking to you. Thank you very much. Indeed, thank you. So actually, I've just left Andrew on his stand. There's another stand about two stands down called the time-lapse store. But there's nobody there because we are now at five o'clock in the afternoon and the people on that stand have gone. Uh, Andrew hadn't gone. He was still there. So he's on the podcast. Go, Andrew. Well, actually, don't go because <laughs> you didn't. So I'm now heading out of the photography show. It's the end of Saturday. Going to um, step outside, get a bit of fresh air. That's the strange thing about being here is that you don't see any daylight at all. And by the time you finish here, it's like, well, is it still going to be light or dark? Actually, I'm looking outside now. I see the sun streaming in. It's a beautiful day out there. Gosh, I wonder how much of that I've missed. So I'm heading back to my car. There are two guys here with a huge Canon printer. Which, which printer is this you've got here? Uh, this is the Canon P1000. P1000. Yeah. What sort of photography do you do then? Um, I'm kind of an amateur, really. Uh, I work in sort of... Um, actually, I work for Microsoft on Teams avatars, so I kind of work on faces and stuff. But, yeah, photography is a passion, um, and, yeah, I've always wanted to print things off and stick them on my wall, so now I can. Awesome. Now, a lot of people who are professionals think back to the days when they were amateurs because the great thing about being an amateur is that you can actually choose much more so the sort of work that you do but quite often a lot of amateurs want to turn professional because they want to kind of make that their their full-time income what stage are you at and what do you what do you want to get from this I think I've always um, shaped my professional career to slightly like take a bit of my passion a bit of my passion for kind of graphics 3d um, you know photography and so on it's I've brought that into my work already so I kind of do do that I'm lucky enough to do that um, yeah. Sounds like you've got the best of both worlds. Uh, what's your name? Uh, James. James, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. So I'm now back at the car and it's been great to be at the photography show this year for another year and to speak to various different photographers and to exhibitors. Now our next episode is coming out soon but in the meantime thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.